It's time, y'all. Let's talk about the Clone Wars. Dun 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 da 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 Clone Wars. Episode 21 of Ear Doodle Podcast, where you expect to learn something new, laugh a little, and hear fun discussions. I'm Caden, your certified Star Wars expert. And I'm Aaron, your certified Marvel expert. And we love to talk about fun topics while always bringing it back to Jesus. And today, we're going to try and convince Marin and hopefully all of you guys, to watch Star Wars The Clone Wars, the series, not the, not the motion picture. Motion picture is pretty good, but the series is the part that we're going to be talking about today. And in my opinion, it is the best star wars show ever created okay what about andor what about andor andor was really good it was probably the best disney star wars thing ever created it is the second best thing and season two might make it number one on my list but clone wars is up there uh so yes yeah on my list andor number one all the way okay okay so Clone Wars is a bit different. It's a longer series, and uh, hopefully today we can convince Marin to watch that. She's been a little bit reluctant for uh, for a couple reasons. Marin, would you like to explain those? I haven't had time. So lack of time. That's about it. That's about it. Okay, well, I know that a lot of people are hesitant to watch the Clone Wars until now, and so I hope that today I am going to tell you some reasons that can be convincing that uh, hopefully you will be convinced to uh, watch The Clone Wars. And uh, I'm excited to talk about this, and I'm going to share with you some of my Star Wars journey and how I came in contact with The Clone Wars and how it changed the way that I view Star Wars. So at the end, I will also even include some practical suggestions on how to get started on watching The Clone Wars because it's seven seasons, there's a lot there, and so where do you even begin? And so hopefully I can answer some of these questions for you today. But before we get into any of the reasons that I think you should watch The Clone Wars, Marin, how likely are you to go watch The Clone Wars right now? Uh, zero to one, because I have no time. No time, okay. Unless, like, if you had enough time, would you watch it? Probably. Probably? Okay, well, that's, I was hoping you'd say no, but it's alright. Hopefully I can convince y'all to, uh, to watch The Clone Wars today. So, before we get into all that juicy discussion, let's get into some doodle news. Hit it. Breaking news! This just in. You gotta hear this. Welcome to this week's installment of Doodle News. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's installment of Doodle News. I'm still Caden. And I'm still Marin. And today we got a bunch of Doodle News to go into. We got Bad Batch, Mandalorian, and all this amazing stuff. So let's let's dive right in. Uh, for starters, the Bad Batch. Uh, I think we're on episode 11, and I'll just say this from the get-go. If you liked Bad Batch Season 1, you are going to love Season 2, and uh, we're going to have a little bit of minor spoilers here, but um, I really enjoyed the Zillow Beast in this episode. It's a reference back to a, an arc in the Clone Wars, actually, and it was really good. I really enjoyed the episode. It had suspense. It was 
I just really love the Zilla Beast aspect of it because it was just fulfilling the Bad Batch's purpose, which was a sequel to the Clone Wars. And up until this point in season two, and just it's just fulfilling its purpose more and more, I feel like, of becoming that sequel that I always wanted as a Star Wars fan, and I think other people want it as well. So I think they're doing a great job with that and hope they continue that through the rest of season two. Uh, and then Mandalorian. Season three, it dropped on March 1st, 2023, and I am so hyped for this season. I am so excited for uh, what's to come. Yeah, it's very exciting. We watched the first episode. It's really good. It uh, feels feels too short, but you know, yeah. the next one will be good. <laughs> yeah, they ended and I was like, wait, is that the end? Like, I want more. I want I want more things. Uh, so there were a couple of things that I particularly liked about uh, Mandalorian uh, Season 3, Episode 1. Uh, number one, the new music. The There's a new composer, I think, on this one that's uh, in uh, conjunction with the other music, and he's... He's elevated the theme. It's more victorious, more exciting, more happy, and less of that uh, bounty hunter theme that we were hearing in season one and even into season two. So I like the musical progression that we have seen. Uh, number two, the storylines in this season I think are going to be really great. We have some amazing storylines, including the Mandalorian uh, going to uh, Mandalore, which will be exciting. Then we also have the pirates, which I liked. I don't know if you like the, the Davy Jones-like creature that we saw yeah it was a little weird yeah it was kind of like whoa that's, that's interesting <laughs> and then uh we also got ig88 the droid parts for ig88 which i thought was very interesting so i'm excited for what they're going to do with season three and uh can't wait for more yeah uh i had a favorite scene from that oh, yeah. it was whenever they were in the small hole in the ground where they were trying to fix up the droid the uh anzillions yeah and the Anzillions. And then Grogu <laughs> squeezes one of the Anzillions, and the Anzillions like, no squeezy, no, no squeezy. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, man, that's, that, that is the amazing scene. I love that one. Uh, Marin, what, what do you have for us this week in Doodle News? Okay. Um, Ant-Man Quantumania is out. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of old news. It's been out for like yes. a week or something. But the good news is... We might get to see it today. Yes, we might get to see it today. So if we do get to see it, we will definitely share our opinions about that, whether or not you should go see it, and uh, definitely we'll make a recommendation on that. Yeah. Uh, Louis Tomlinson is officially going on tour around America, which around is super America. exciting. Is he going to come anywhere near uh, Tyler, Texas? Yeah, he's going to like Dallas. Oh, Maybe okay. Terrell? I don't remember. Okay. And awesome. uh, Heaven by Niall Horn was recently released. Go listen to it. It's a really music. good song. And uh, finally, we watched Wakanda Forever the other day. We did. It was it was interesting, to say the yes. least. Yes, yes. Um, there's a character, this girl, she's like a prodigy scientist. She's mm. essentially the next Iron Man. This true. No, no offense to Peter Parker, because <laughs> I didn't know that he was kind of like mentor and all that. Right. But uh, I think she's going to be in the series that is coming out in like two years or something called ironheart yeah called okay. ironheart because based based off of her uh her suit that she made mm -hmm. kind of has a heart on the front so mm -hmm. that'll be exciting yeah and uh wakanda forever in my opinion it's a good marvel film there's not a whole lot of language i didn't think there was a whole lot of language um and like there was no no nothing other that was like bad or no good it had some really good themes like how to deal with loss and I think it was a, a very good and very emotional story, which is what I want. I want an emotional story. Whenever I watch a movie, I want to feel something. I want to feel something. I definitely felt something with Wakanda Forever, how to deal with loss 
and it was it was like really sad too like I I can say that I almost cried sometimes in the movie because it was a very a very emotional film yeah sometimes I looked over and I saw I saw tears in your eyes (laughs) okay well that is uh exciting and uh, we'll let you all know our opinions about uh Ant-Man Quantumania so um that's all I got for uh Doodle News, Marin, you got anything else? No, that's it. All right, well, let's get into the main discussion. All righty, guys, welcome to the main discussion. Marin, are you ready to talk about the Clone Wars? Yeah. Yeah, you, you sound very excited, very excited about <laughs> the, uh, the Clone Wars. Okay, so uh, there are a couple reasons why we should watch the Clone Wars, but... In this episode, I would also like to talk about why we should be reading our Bibles. And I think reading the Bibles, reading the Bible, is one of the most important things that we can do as Christians and something that we should be encouraged to do constantly. So I'm here today to talk about three reasons why we should watch the Clone Wars, but also three reasons why we should be reading our Bible. So I hope y'all enjoy this episode. So let's not waste any more of our time. Let's get into it. Reason number one that you should be watching the Clone Wars and reading your Bible. Reason number one. The Clone Wars make the prequels better. Now, Marin, do you like the prequels? Um, I don't really remember much from them except okay. the line. I hate sand. It's coarse and it's rough <laughs> and it gets everywhere. That That's probably one of the best lines. But yes, so the prequels, not a lot of people like them. And personally, I didn't really like them until a couple years ago. And that's when I discovered the Clone Wars. So, it is a super fun Star Wars show, the Clone Wars. And it, and in my Star Wars journey, I was, I'd watched all the movies. I think Episode Nine had came out, and I was kind of like, "Man, Star Wars is really cool. I kind of like it. What's this like Clone Wars thing?" And so that's where I went from, you know, casual Star Wars fan, your everyday, just seeing the movies to super fan Star Wars nerd genius. That is the that was the turning point for my life watching the Clone Wars for the first time. And so that has been a really impactful moment for my Star Wars journey and it made the prequels so much better for me. It has entire arcs dedicated to these subjects that the movies just kind of gloss over and it really helps build the lore and build the battles. It's kind of like if you read about the Civil War in your history book, you only read the general overview, the beginning, the end, and maybe some battles. But if you were to read about the specific battles of a war, then you would understand it more, you'd understand the emotion more, and that is exactly what the Clone Wars does for the Clone Wars. You get to see individual battles, learn about the characters, and it really enriches the universe and makes the prequels, in my opinion, ten times better by watching the Clone Wars. Uh, what was your experience whenever you watched the first episode? Do you remember? Were you like, oh my gosh, I just want to binge the whole series? Um, not exactly. So it was kind of like a slow enjoyment for me for the Clone Wars. I was kind of hesitant to get started, and I I started watching it, and I watched the first season. It was kind of good, but there were some episodes that weren't really my favorite, and I was like, huh, I don't know if I really like this or not. So I pressed on and watched season two, and then in season three and four, it got really good. And then season five, it got really good. And so as the seasons go on, it got better and better for me. And I started understanding kind of what the Clone Wars was, how it was set up. And I and I started to understand 
understand the era and how the storytelling worked. So it was definitely a progressional journey as I learned to love the Clone Wars. So highly recommend checking it out because it makes the prequels so much better in my opinion. It is a an essential series in a sense for a true Star Wars fan to watch. And so just like the Bible is essential for Christians to read. It's an amazing book and you might remember me recommending that you read it a couple weeks ago on the podcast and that's because it's only the most important book that you will ever read. Just as the Clone Wars changes your perspective of the prequels, the Bible can change your view of the entire world. It has so much to say about life and impacts our decision making and everything that we do. So I encourage you to open up your Bible today. Open up it. Open it up. Just read a chapter of it. It's super simple. I used to not want to read the Bible just as I didn't want to watch the Clone Wars. But people continue to tell me that the Bible was great. And I thought, well, it's it's kind of boring. I mean, I don't know if you feel that way sometimes, Marion, but so sometimes it's kind of hard to read the Bible. Sometimes it may be a little boring or not the most exciting fiction, fun, action-packed thing to read, but it has so much impact. Yeah, it can be. It seems boring sometimes, but it's really important. And Yeah, I always heard people telling me that, oh, you should read your Bible every day. It's so awesome. It's so amazing. And I would always see them. And I'd be like, is it though? Like, and then, and then I tried it. And I didn't know what they were talking about at first. I kind of read it just to kind of be a part of a club or whatever, kind of not for the right reasons, I guess you could say, just trying to read a chapter every day because that's what I, I thought I wanted to do. So I read a couple short books in the New Testament, such as Ephesians and uh, like the Timothys, the Thessalonians. And then there was a very specific moment, and I remember I decided that I was going to read all 150 psalms over the course of 150 days so I, I challenged myself to read a psalm a day and that guys it was so amazing and I saw God work in my life it was so beautiful to see what God could do through the psalms and it was so amazing to get up every day to read a psalm and as I went on it was the most I think it's been the most rewarding thing that I've read in the Bible and it's every day just waking up knowing that I'm going to read his word, it was so fulfilling and it was amazing. And when I came to the end of it, I was just, I was ready to do it again. It was so awesome and I enjoyed it so much. It was, I had fun reading the Bible. And I hope and encourage you to read your Bible and have fun reading it because it's so much fun to read. I had so much fun reading the Psalms, talking about praising the Lord and instructing me on what I can do and how I can praise God more and more and it's something that I'll never forget and it changed my life forever and and I hope that the Bible can do that for you it can change your life it has the amazing power to change your life if you will let it change your life so Marin what do you think about the Clone Wars now that we've talked about how it can make the prequels a little bit better um well I mean it sounds like a good series and yeah Maybe I'm a little bit more inclined to watch it. Okay, yeah. And so, as I said in the intro, make sure to stay tuned for some practical suggestions on how to start reading your Bible and how to start watching the Clone Wars. So make sure to stay tuned for the end of the episode for that. But let's get on to the second reason, the stories. So there are some amazing stories in the Clone Wars, but they're it's kind of different than your traditional series. So... If you're watching Andor, you might know what this is like. 
You take three episodes, and they're all building to a climactic third episode. And so that's really cool, and I like that storytelling. I don't know about you, but The Mandalorian's a little bit different. It's it's one season, eight episodes. They kind of all have their own story in them, and they're all kind of pointing to the main story, but not as much as I would say Andor and The Clone Wars are. So it is what I call an anthology series with a bunch of story arcs. So what that means is you take your, you have like your three parts of a story, you know, act one, act two, and act three. And so what the Clone Wars does is it takes one episode to focus on the first act, one episode to focus on the second act, and one episode to focus on the third act. So for example, there's a story where Anakin is injured and they crash land on a primitive planet and this planet his padawan has to go find help and that's the end of episode one the climax of that episode they fight off some local wildlife and that's kind of the arc of that little episode which is also contributing to the main three episode story arc so during the second episode the conflict is between the jedi and the locals who need help but they're resistant to accept help from the jedi because they think they're going to pull them into galactic civil war blah 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 and that is the conflict in episode two and at the end of episode two it's resolved and so that is all episode one and two are all pointing to episode three the big climactic fight scene with the jedi defeating the enemies in a big cinematic classic third act battle so that's kind of what i mean when i say story arc and so as i was watching the clone wars I was like, wow, this is so cool. I've never seen any other series other than Andor that I have seen. No other series does anything like this. And I think there's so many great stories that you can tell with this kind of storytelling that other series, your traditional Mandalorian or Kenobi or Book of Boba Fett, can't really pull off the same effect. And there are so many great story arcs that contribute to the mega overarching story arc of the entirety Clone Wars that you don't really even realize that they're telling this big story. You're just so, you, you just enjoy the little story arc so much that it's so rewarding. Because at the end of the, end of the seasons, you're like, man, I know these characters so much better because I've spent all these, all these crises that they have faced, all these challenges that they've overcome, and I've been on this journey with them. And you really feel like you've, you, the character has grown and you've also grown with the character. And so... At the end of this series, you grow so attached to these characters, and you fall in love with them. And there's a huge plot that's been brewing and developing, and at the end of The Clone Wars, it all adds up from the most rewarding climax in all of cinema. It's truly amazing. And I remember going through the first six seasons of Clone Wars, or the first five seasons, and at the end of fifth, fifth season, a little spoiler, something big happens, and you're like, oh my goodness, and it's so emotional, and then you watch the sixth season, and it's pretty good, and then you go to the seventh season, and it is the, in my opinion, the biggest climactic moment in all of Star Wars, and I believe in all of cinema, it is climaxing six seasons that have come before it, and it's all beautifully written, wonderfully comes to a point where you feel so much emotion for these characters because you've been, spent so much time with them. And the first time I watched that, I was just blown away. I would watch it over and over and over again because it was so amazing. It had such an impact on how I felt and what I was feeling at the time while I was watching. It was so rewarding to go through all that 
and finally reached this climax, and it was so amazing. And I think it's the same way with the Bible. There's one overarching story. There's 66 books written by over 40 authors that details the intricacies of the story of God versus Satan, humans versus God, humans that have rebelled against God in Genesis. And only by reading the books of the Bible can you understand the full meaning of the story. Sure, you can read the Gospels and you can get a good understanding of the salvation story, who we are, and why we need God. But reading the entire Bible is something that I've never done. And I've realized that that's something that as a Christian, I should probably be doing. So this year, I've taken on the challenge of reading the entire Bible in a year. And there's so many things that you don't read in Sunday school. There's so many little stories that maybe they aren't 110% applicable to everyone, but whenever I read them, I get a little something out of there that maybe isn't applicable to my life at the moment. Maybe I'm reading through Leviticus about all these laws, and maybe I'm not reading about laws in my own life. Maybe These, these laws I don't have to follow anymore because of the resurrection, but I can read them and learn something from them. And there's so many stories with so many little characters that you read about and you relate with, and it's so rewarding to read the books of the Bible, and I've really enjoyed it. And so that's why reading the Bible is super rewarding, because you get to see all these little stories. And over this course of the Bible, reading the Bible, I've, I've learned that it's super important. And I encourage every Christian, and I think every Christian should read the entire Bible. I think it's something that we should all strive for. Maybe it's not all some, something that we all get to do in our life. But I think it's something that we should all strive for to read the entire Bible because it's the story of God. And it's it's all inspired by God. And in Second Timothy uh, three sixteen it says, All scripture is breathed all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So all the scripture is profitable. And as I've read the Bible this year, the best thing is that I've fallen in love with the Lord, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I've been able to read about him. I've been able to see and read it all, to see God and all that he is. And to see all of God, you have to read all of the Bible. And it's so much more than just a self-help book, a bunch of laws. It's, it's a story, and it's so rewarding to read all of it. It's a living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the Bible. So, Marin. Where are you at right now? Are you Do these stories found in the Clemores make you want to watch it more? I don't know yet. Okay, well, for before we get to our final third reason, um, we're going to listen to a ad from our uh, advertising partner, The Cocoa Bean. Let's give it a listen. If you love coffee, then please check out The Cocoa Bean. They have amazing coffees, delicious lattes, and incredible espressos. Their coffee is truly amazing, and they also have pastries and cupcakes that you can buy, and it's a really cool environment and cool vibe and cool aesthetic. And if you like to do some exercising to burn some of those extra calories you get from coffee, they also have bike rentals. Whether you prefer pedal or electric, you can rent their bikes and ride the Lexi trails. Their coffee shop is conveniently located just a little way along the trails. 
so please check out the link in the description. So check them out and make sure to pick up some coffee and rent a bike. Thank you so much to Coca Bean for advertising for this podcast. Alrighty, so thank you so much for the Coca Bean for uh, advertising for this podcast. Really appreciate that. Make sure to check out their link in the description and pick up some amazing coffee. Uh, alrighty, so after the Coca Bean ad, I have saved the best reason for last. So. Number three reason to read the Bible and uh, watch the Clone Wars is the characters. There are some amazing characters that are only introduced solely in the Clone Wars. And there are also some returning casts. So, as I was watching the Clone Wars, I met some of my favorite characters in all of Star Wars. And even loved the existing ones more. So, for the good guys, we get introduced to Ahsoka Tano and she has become one of my favorite characters. And as I was watching it, I went from not really liking her in the beginning, she was kind of annoying, kind of frustrating, and uh, didn't really like her. But as the episodes went on, I began to slowly love her more and more, and she developed, she grew, she changed. It was such a rewarding character arc to see that development in this character that I went from not really enjoying to loving and one of my favorite characters now. And so she's great because she's a perfect foil for Anakin. She challenges his views and his viewpoints, and they're such a great duo, and I love seeing them together and how they interact, and it's so rewarding to see that character development. Then, as I was watching the show, I also began to like the clones more. They're more than just extras that they kind of felt like in the movies. They kind of just felt like in the background, not really that important. The focus was really on the Jedi and... But this series, it said, no, we're going to look at the clones, and we're going to focus on them. And they became important. They had lives, they had morals, they had thoughts, and there were so many episodes that just focused on them, and it was super rewarding to learn more about them. And after all, it is the Clone Wars, so it's important to learn about the people that are actually fighting this war. And they even, they even made me uh, enjoy the returning cast members more such as Anakin and Obi-Wan they're in the they're in the series and enjoy and see them in action and learn about their development and how Anakin went from really pure Jedi in episode two kind of um and then his slow decline his slow draw over to the dark side and how that was a slow burn seeing that was really cool and how Obi-Wan responded to that and how Ahsoka played a role and all that stuff so it was very rewarding and very incredible to watch. And then some of my favorite characters, as y'all know, were introduced later in the series. So some of the bad guys that I got to see in there include Asajj Ventress, which is Dooku's Padawan that eventually, like her character development is super cool. She goes from being a bad guy to a bounty hunter to even helping the Jedi. And so it's really fascinating to see her character and then Darth Maul comes back later in the episodes, and then Savage Opress, which is a um, another Darth Maul-like species, he comes along, and just their dynamic and how they're brothers and fighting each other, then they eventually fight Emperor Palpatine and take over Mandalore, and there's so many cool stories with these characters that are so fun, so dynamic, and I love watching them do their thing and just be who they are, and it doesn't even feel animated. It feels real. It feels awesome, authentic, dynamic. And watching these characters, I was just like, wow. 
These are some really cool characters. I love to learn about their stories, what they believe in, how they act, what they do. Some amazing characters that I found in the Clone Wars. I love them. They're new, they're fun, they're innovative, and I enjoy watching them. And as I'm reading the Bible, I learn that there are really some there are really two main characters in this story. There's God and there is Satan. And they're always in conflict and they're never going to agree on anything. Kind of like in the Clone Wars, there's always the Republic and the Separatists. Those are your big uh, antagonists and protagonists. But in this war, there are humans as well. And as I've read in the Bible, I've learned about all these wonderful men and women of God that I can model my, my life after. And they teach me so many amazing things, such as Moses. He was faithful. And Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, all these men in the Bible, just being willing to just do whatever it, is, whatever it takes to follow God, just be faithful to work towards that and love him with all that they have. There's also Daniel who wrote the Psalms, Paul who went from being Saul, persecuting Christians, converted on the road to Damascus to Paul, preaching the gospel and how, how salvation works. And, and there's just so many beautiful pictures of that in the Bible. And there are so many more, like it says in Hebrews 11, verse 23 through 34, and what more shall I say, for time would fail to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Japheth, of David and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to fight. These characters did so many amazing things, all through faith, and they all point to Jesus. They are like characters in the Clone Wars. They're super relatable, and they can speak into our own lives and show us what we are doing wrong and things that we can do right. They're so relatable, and I think that's what stories are for. They're to tell us something, and the stories of these people tell us how to be more like Christ, especially the stories regarding Jesus in the Gospels. So beautiful. And I've always heard it said that the Bible, it's like a mirror. If we look into it, what do we see? We see ourselves. And so the Bible reflects who we are. And these characters, they're truly amazing. And uh, that's all I got about the characters of the Bible. So, Marin, are you ready to watch The Clone Wars now? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? And uh, ready to encourage to read your Bible even more? Yeah. Well, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that y'all are encouraged to watch the Clone Wars and the read the Bible because the Bible changes the way you view your life and the Clone Wars change the way you view the prequels. Um, the Clone Wars has some amazing stories and so does the Bible. And finally, for the characters, the Clone Wars have some amazing characters that are super relatable and so does the Bible. So if you want to watch the Clone Wars, there's the link in the description. This guy I saw on YouTube he takes the chronological order that StarWars.com is produced, and he cross-references with it with the um, episodes that are recommended that you watch. And so it's in chronological order. It takes out some of the boring episodes that you may not want to watch and only includes the really good ones that are very fun and encouraging to watch. So I'm excited to use this um, watch uh, list as I go through the Clone Wars again. And that's another thing about the Clone Wars. You can watch it over and over again, and it's still amazing, just like you can read the Bible over and over again, and it's still awesome. And if you're wondering, 
how to read the Bible, I would just highly recommend getting an accountability partner, someone that you can go to and say, hey, have you been reading the Bible? And then they can also ask you if you've been reading your Bible, and it's super, super helpful. And that's all, that's one of the reasons that I was able to get through the Psalms every day is because I had people counting on me and asking me if I was reading it every day. And so make sure to get an accountability partner. But if you're looking for somewhere to start, um, then I would suggest a New Testament book such as John, a good gospel to read, or Philippians. I am reading that right now, and it's been really good. Ephesians, that one's really good, especially if you're new in Christ. It talks about your identity. Highly recommend that one. Hebrews is another place to start, and then First John, I really do like that one. So in some of those books may be a good starting point. So uh, if you're not new to kind of reading the Bible, then definitely start there. But if you're experienced reading the Bible and looking for a bigger challenge, then I would grab a friend and go through the Psalms daily, or maybe maybe just go through yourself, but definitely have an accountability partner. And whenever I did it, it was the most rewarding thing that I've ever done as in my walk with Christ. And so I definitely encourage you, if you are more experienced and want to take on that bigger challenge, then go through the Psalms one a day, and it's it's amazing. So I highly recommend it, and I just hope that today you leave inspired to read your Bible. And so my challenge for you this week, maybe you don't have a whole lot of time, but read one chapter of the Bible. One chapter. I encourage you, open up your Bible, read it, and allow God's Word to transform you into who He has envisioned for you. Read the Bible one chapter at a time. And allow God's Word to transform your life. Romans 12, 1 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. might be wondering where voicemail time is and um, I have to apologize that I recorded it and the file must have gotten corrupted or gone somewhere goodbye and uh, it no longer exists so I'm sorry about that y'all but have a great week make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as always follow us leave a rating and review currently we have like 20 followers so if you can make that number uh, 21 that'd be awesome so thank y'all so much for listening to this podcast Um, and I've been your host Caden, peace out.